yo, what's good? It's your girl Nelly Hendrix, and y'all already know what this is. This is the Nelly Hendrix podcast, and guess what, guys? We're at episode ten. Woo woo! Season finale vibes. But guess what? This is episode ten, part one. Because I have a very, very, very special guest on with me right now. The woman who. <laughs> 40 years ago, gave birth to me, the woman who raised three amazing children who now have their own family and raising kids and cats and dogs. Um, the woman who inspired me to go out into this world and just be the best version of myself that I can be. She always told me to put my mind, that anything I put my mind to, I can do. Yes. And that I am special. I'm talking about the one, the only, darling Denise Abraham, my mother. Give it up for her right now, y'all. Hand claps, hand claps, hand claps. Woo! That's right, y'all. Ooh, hey, Ma, what's good? Yes. <laughs> Thank God. I just praise God right now. Yes, yes. yes. And it's, it's not only a special occasion right now because it is the last episode and it's the season finale and it's part one of the season finale and all that great stuff, but it is a very special episode because my mother has just dropped her brand new book. Ma, go ahead and tell me what that title is. Go on and drop that title on the head real quick. The name of this awesome best-selling book is called My Friend, Our God. That's right. And just yes. tell us a little bit about the book and what it's about and, oh my you know, God. everything. Well, it's on my heart all the time about our children. And I basically say they're children in Baltimore because that's where I live. And our children are lost. And I know... That without God, you can't do anything. And so I just think a lot of our children just don't know God. So I'm thinking like, okay, and I thought about me with my childhood. When I was a little girl, like my dad, he was a stone-cold hard alcoholic. And one time he was supposed to be taking us to Griddle Park. And we go to his house. And as soon as my aunt opened the door, I knew something wasn't right. The vibe wasn't right. So we go in there. And we sitting around, you know, I'm thinking we're going to come in there. Mommy had dressed us up real nice and everything. We go in there, we sitting around, I'm thinking we're going to come there. He's going to put his shoes on. We hit the road. Well, we sitting around, sitting around. After while, the aunt says, well, Bubba, are you going to tell him or do you want me to tell him? And right then, I just knew it wasn't going to be good. So he's stumbling. And obviously, now that I look back, he was drunk. And he said, um, I'm not going to be able to take y'all. So we on the way home. And me being the big sister that I was, I was an awesome big sister, just like Janelle is to her sister and brother. <laughs> on the way home, I played little great games and act all silly with my brother and sister. But when I got my little quiet moment to myself, I was on my knees crying my eyeballs out. I, I remember to this day that my eyes actually hurt. That's how hard I cried. But I remember that I was mindful enough to ask God to be my father. And God stepped in big time. I mean, we don't have enough time for me to sit here and tell you all the miracles that he performed in my life. But because of my mom, she exercised faith. Mom used to always say, we would go to bed at night. We might not have the meal that she wanted us to have, but she would always say, that things are going to be better in the morning. And miraculously, just like magic, they always were. And that's because of her faith in God. So me, the reason I wrote this book is because I had a prayer life as a child. You know, God was just like breathing. You don't have to go to church. You don't have to go to school. You don't have to be somewhere to talk to God. You don't have right. to have the preacher, the pastor, the bishop, the pope, 
the rabbi. You don't have to have those people. You don't have to have your grandmother's God. God is your God. That's right. And it's just as he's as accessible as opening your mouth and say, God, help me. Yes. And he always came through. He always came through. Yeah. And so that's the reason I wrote this book was I want our children to know that mommy and daddy may not always be there, but God always is. And I said the word always, always, always. He doesn't put you on hold. He don't say maybe. He don't say let me think about it. He don't say I'll come back. God is always there. And I'm going to tell you, when you pray, when you pray, and all prayer is is talking to God, when you pray, immediately, even as you're praying, you feel him. Mm -hmm. You feel better. Mm -hmm. You feel him touching you. You feel him like a hug and everything. So I just want our children... I love children. I've always loved children. I loved children when I was a children. <laughs> and so I just want our children to have something. Our children are lost today. And that's my contribution to try to help them. I mean, there's some other things that I want to do. But this is my little contribution to helping our children today yeah uh, my god my friend our god my friend our god yes. and i just copped my three copies yes you thank so, you Janelle. of course of yes. course we gotta support each other because yes. we said coming into this year that 2024 was going to be a great year like yes. this is the kobe year okay this is 24 you know rest in peace to kobe the great but this is the, the Kobe year, 24, wow. all right? And it's nothing but Mamba mentality. And all Mamba mentality is, mm, is being mm, better today than you were yesterday. My That's God. Mamba mentality. It's pushing through. It's doing the things that you don't want to do that you know you need to do. You know, so those things right there are um, inspiring that you just talked about. And I, I think about my um, journey with God Um Starting at a young age as a child, me asking you to go to church and Aunt Linda sending the We Sings Bible Songs oh my um, cassette and booklet tape and then having to send another one because I popped the tape listening to it so much. <laughs> Them kids were sounding happy about God. And when I messed up that tape, they sounded a little depressed. But I'm just saying, they're like, what am I I was like, whoa, who is this? Like, it's just a, the boys choir. Huh? Who is this? But anyway, so, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I really, I'm super proud of you, man. Like your journey, just everything where you are now, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, I think that a lot of times people look at the age they are and they think like, oh, well, I've had my time or my opportunities have passed and I'm just on the downside of life. There's no downside of life no. as long as you're living because, you know, every day, every minute, every hour that you have a breath in your lungs, you can start something anew. You can start fresh. You can you can so reinvent true. yourself. And yes. I've watched you do it several times in this <laughs> lifetime. Just pick yourself up, start something new, try something, get out there, put yourself out there. Um, you do so much more in the community than I like what can hope to do. Like you just get outside and do it. And that's something <laughs> I admire about you because as outgoing as I can be, I still have that thing in me sometimes where I don't want to just show up and I don't know anybody. But I see you, you go there, next thing you know, you taking selfies with people. I got a new friend. I be like, I know that's right. 
so it's just it's just wonderful to see like because I think sometimes through other people's testimony that's where you can actually have a starting point to know God and true. so your story you whether you know it or it's unbeknownst to you it's probably somebody else's starting point their journey you know saying with God like that's where they start because they hear you talking and not only do they hear you talking they witness it oh you do goodness. your testimony yep. and then do your everyday living so it's like how can you not be inspired? Anybody who think that their situation right now might be the worst thing, you go and tell a story and they're like, oh, wow, she went through that. Her? Yeah. As happy as she is, yep. as nice as she is, you yep. went through that ugly situation. That's crazy. So they're like, well, my situation ain't even that bad. Or they like, if she can do it, I can do it. There so you go. There you go. That's the biggest takeaway from me, from the book, from just, just even this one of many accomplishments that you've um, gotten done in 2024. And it's only the first month. Only the first month. <laughs> Literally. Like, oh, we missed, oh, we missed the high five. We have risk. It's all good. But like, but yeah, like this, this is literally just the it's first just month. And look January. at all of this stuff. Yes. You already dropped the book. Yes. I'm already 10 episodes into a podcast. Girl. Like, come on. Yes. You cannot ask for more. Actually, yes. you can ask for more. That's so the whole purpose imagine of Imagine what December going to look like. Oh, come on now. Listen. Oh. Oh, listen, I, I already told y'all, well, I don't know if I told y'all, but I have a routine that I've been doing for like probably the last eight to 10 years. I don't know. But on New Year's, I don't go out. Um, I try to stay in the house. I try to just make the nice night as relaxing and peaceful as possible. And by about 1150, I usually get down and I start praying. And like, I like to try to pray or talk to God all the way into the New Year. So sometimes I'll get up and it's 1205, it's 1201, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But this year when I talked to him, I was like, all right, God. I was like, we done been through a lot. I was like, and I, most of the stuff I asked you for, you do. And yes. I see it. I was like, but this year I'm going to get very specific with you. Like I'm about to be super specific go. about the things that I want and need. And a lot of it had to do with money because I'm not saying like, Lord, bless me. I want a million gazillion dollars. But I just asked him to like, just have a consistent flow of money coming in so that we just comfortable all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and like there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, and I, I was getting like super specific. So I was specific about goals. I was specific about um new endeavors or new projects that my not only myself but that my family, my friends were gonna be venturing into. And just to be able to look at the beginning of this year already on the what are we in the twenty fifth day yes. of yes. January in twenty twenty four and already wifey with the new job, you with the new book. Me with the new podcast, like everybody, even I look at my sister, Erin, she's on a new journey to just towards peace and joy and yes. like just better mental, just better in mental health. Like, you know what I'm saying? All of us can have an improvement on that. We can, we all work jobs that are stressful. We all have families that can become stressful. We have just everyday routines that can become stressful. You always need to stop and take that moment yep. to get yourself right. So true. You know what I'm saying? It don't have to be no crisis. It don't have to be no um, incident or no thing that happens that like triggers your journey towards mental health, it just needs to be incorporated in your everyday routines. Because for those of us who work these jobs, we drop dead today or tomorrow, they will have a replacement oh, and then yes. within the hour yep. that you drop dead. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to be no tomorrow. Let's give it two weeks to mourn the presence of, like, no. You're, you're, you're new manager in there, in memory of, you're goodbye. You're not even in the ground yet. They got you. <laughs> you haven't even been taken to the funeral home yet. They already got a new manager. They ain't even done your makeup yet. They haven't even yeah. picked up a outfit for you yes. to be in the bag on coffin yet. And they already got somebody filling your place. Yes. I work at a clothing store. They ain't even gonna give me no clothes out the store to put on me in the coffin. If I, I you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, they 
ain't got time for you no more. I ain't picking out no clothes for me. Get your little dead behind nobody again. But anyway, so it's like. You know, um, I'm just really happy. I'm really happy. And I'm glad to have you on here today, Mom, because um, this just makes this episode even more special. It makes this podcast even more special. Um, and I'm just happy. I'm just super happy. Like, we going to get into, like, the topics and stuff on part two today, y'all. But part one, I wanted to really just give big super props to my mom. Let her speak and let her tell a bit of her story. Is it anything else that you want to add about the I'm book? Just, I or... like how you said about the happiness because you hear me say all the time, I just want you to be happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say that a lot. Yeah. And I just want everybody to be happy. And you can be happy. And that's get a relationship with God. If you don't hear nothing else I say, get a relationship with God. God will give you the joy unspeakable joy joy mm-hmm. that the world can't give you can't get the world can't take it away nope and when you have that joy from the lord you will always be happy yes. you'll always be i could be broke yes. i'll be happy it's a song on hezekiah walker's the 2020 experience well uh-huh. it is a 2028 experience or something like that but yeah. that album and it's called do you know jesus oh and it's a part on that song Ooh. i literally always get choked up on that part like i can barely sing it Cause it's like, it says when your life is troubled, Jesus still wants to be a part. Yes, he did. And that yes, part means so much to me because do you know how many times I've been up and then I've been down and the same people that was around when I was up were nowhere to be fed, were silent yes. while I was down yes. and they knew I was down. Yep. I told them I was down. Ooh. They saw that I was down. Some of them it were even the cause and the reason why I was down. But do you think for two seconds they stuck around through that troubled time? No, they didn't. Guess who was there? Jesus. He didn't leave not Every one time. Like, and whether, time. and I'm just saying, he was there whether I acknowledged that he was there, whether I was talking to him through right. that time, he was still right. there. He like, I'm not going to leave your side until you reach out to me and, mm-hmm. and allow me to help you. Like, you know what I'm saying? And even when you're, that's the thing about the relationship with God and just, you know, having that relationship and that faith is like, he going to be there whether you want him to be there or not, yeah. whether you know he's there or not, whether you acknowledge it, whether you speak to him or anything. He's just because you're his child. He has, he wants to protect you. He, is, he made a promise to. He said he'll never leave you. And so if he never leave you, that means he ain't went nowhere. He's still there. Yep. So he it's like. He'll never forsake you. He, exactly. He's a constant. He's it constant. says in his word, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's right. More. That's right. So. It's, it's really just all about, you know, like you said, the relationship and just just talking to them. Prayer is nothing but talking. So that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's I, simple. It that really is. So is. It really is a conversation. Like, it's just a conversation. It's like closing your eyes and talking to one of your friends on the phone. Uh-huh. That's all it is. Yeah. And, People think that it has to be this elaborate drug yeah, out. Fifty um, hallelujah. You gotta, you gotta say, say all these words. Yeah, yeah, and all these you holy have words. The Bible in your hand. Yeah, no, it's, no. Not. it's just a conversation. That's, That's it. All. God is not looking for all that fancy stuff when he you come to him. He's just looking for you. You know what I'm saying? The he just real you. the real he you. He already know. Exactly. I'm about to say he already know you. He already know what he probably actually he already know what you're gonna say out your mouth to him before you say it. There you go. Like, so that's just that. But um I just want everybody out there to just remember that, like, like I was telling y'all before in the last episode, like, it's never too late to start anew. It's never too late to reinvent yourself. It's never too late to start that thing that you've been talking about. And my mother right here is a prime example. This is her second book. It is. You know, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure back in, what, 2003 or 2001 or something like that, you didn't think about, or you didn't picture writing a book. Like, you know what I'm saying? You couldn't 
fathom that. You might have thought like, oh, I might could do that one day if somebody brought it up. Yeah, but like you said, one day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like literally now here we are living in it. Second book in already <sighs> that made some sales people anticipating mm. it. People just want to support you and see you do good. And that's the biggest takeaway about this is just when you do good and you put good out into the world. Anything that you do, people just want to see you succeed. You could literally be selling apple seeds. And somebody be like, you know what, girl? I want to see you sell every apple seed you got in that pouch. I'm going, but I don't even like apples. Or I don't even know how to grow them. I ain't got no way to plant an apple tree. But I'll buy six pouches off you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that's, they will. Yes, that's what they people will. do to just support. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yes. it really pays to just be a good person. And actually, speaking of which, I was telling my mom this story real quick. I um, was at work yesterday. We had a thief. <laughs> I ended up having to chase him. I chased him mainly because my part-time associates were screaming, he's stealing, he's stealing, Janelle, Janelle. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I go running after him. Well, the the housekeeping, I don't like to say janitor or custodian or cleaning lady or cleaning guy. I call them housekeeping. I learned that term from my mom because my <laughs> mom used to work in housekeeping. And so this lady, Monday night when I'm leaving, you know, when I see her, usually when I'm leaving or I'm out the store or something, I always tell her, like, I thank you so much. I appreciate everything you do around the mall, keeping everything clean. Like, thank you so much. And so I told her that last, um, this past Monday, I was like, I really appreciate you. Just thank you so much. And she was just like, oh, thank you. Well, yesterday, guess who chased, chased down the thief and got the um, stuff bag that he had? The, the housekeeping lady. So shout out to Choo Choo. You know, I don't know if she'll ever hear this podcast, but shout out to Choo Choo who cleans up at the mall where I work at. She chased, and you know why she did that? Because I'm a kind person who always speaks to her. You know, my mom used to always say about the housekeeping job that it's a thankless job. And you can easily see why. You know, if you stand back and you just watch housekeeping from afar in a mall, just count how many people speak to them. Count how many people look at them. Count how many people just acknowledge that they're even there. Very little. You know what I'm saying? People just continue on. They with their families. They with their girlfriend and boyfriend, their kids, whoever. And they talking. They busy. They looking down at their phone. They barely even see the wet floor sign or anything like that. Like they just don't acknowledge them. So for somebody to stop and just be like, I really appreciate what you do around here. It goes a long way. And that came from my mother. Not only from her working in housekeeping, but watching her treat everybody with respect when we out and about. I just see her smiling at people and... Just speaking kind words, hugging people and stuff like that. I watched that my whole life growing up. And I really grew up to be somebody that's just like that. It's a housekeeping guy who come by. He got a little limp to him. You know what I'm saying? He pushing the big trash can, emptying out all the trash and stuff. And every time he come by the store, he put his hands up. What's up, baby girl? I'm like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, you good? Like that. So he be like, yeah, I'm good. Are you good? I'm like, yup. And so... It's just always... You see, it's your kindness that blessed him. Mm-hmm. You know, this world is... And people ask me, like, why are you so nice all the time? Well, it was nice that you did that. My thing is this. This is a mean, mm-hmm. nasty world. Yep. I'm not contributing to that. That's right. I'm not contributing That's to right. that. That's right. If my smile mm-hmm. can get you through your day or some little thing, like if you drop something and I picked it up mm-hmm. and it help you... If that can, you know, make it better, I'm there. I'm yeah. the one. And I, you know, when I, where I work, it's a lot of families that shop with me, you know, so it's like they have kids, you know, and like when the kids look up at me, I always try to smile because I'm like, kids, you know, I, I remember what it's like to be little and you looking up and every adult just yeah. seems so serious and, and so mean and invisible. Yeah. And yeah. it makes you think that like, this is what the world is. And so it's like, if the kid can look at me and just see me like give him a little smile back, it's like okay, maybe this world not so That's mean right. and not so bad or whatever. So, yeah, kindness goes a long way, y'all. Kindness a goes a long way. way. My Shout out the book for the listeners again. 
Let them know how they can find it now and in the future. Oh, my gosh. The book is My Friend, Our God. You can go to Amazon. You can actually go. I do have a page on Instagram. It's Pics by Darlene. Um, my full name, Darlene Abraham. You can find me on Facebook. Just DM me and you'll get your copy. The first 50 copies that are going out will be signed, autographed by me. Yes. Yes. But yeah, I'll get you your book. Hey, let's go. <laughs> definitely going to bless this world. Yes, yes, yes. And that's right, y'all. Again, follow her on Instagram. That's Picks by Darlene, P-I-C-S-B-Y-D-A-R-L-E-N-E. And that's Darlene Abraham on Facebook, just like she said, shoot her a DM, sliding them DMs, show you, you go. want that book, <laughs> you know? So I got mine, like I said, I got three copies, Yay. two of them signed, one of them for keepsake, yeah, dig? <laughs> so yeah, I got all these autographs now, I'm just going to keep all my important stuff, you there know, you in go. one box, you know? <laughs> That's right. That's but your yeah. second autograph book. It is. Me. It is. Yep. It's going right with my other one too. So, mm. wow. Yes. Yes. How many God of y'all can say that? Y'all have an author as a mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like every that author that has children. But <laughs> right. You feel yes, me? Yes. But yes, I love and appreciate you guys, Ma. I love you so much. Thank I you so you. much for being I'm a part so of the proud show. Of you, Janelle. Thank you, Ma. My firstborn. Oh, I talked about me being a big sister. She just like how was an awesome big sister. She drove me crazy, but I you didn't see the one post I had on Facebook where yeah, you was my first little best friend. Oh, yeah. your little broke best friend. <laughs> you know what? It ain't even about being broke because a best friend, yeah. you get over the broke part. Yeah, you that's know, true. This but is yeah, true. Janelle used to talk. She used to talk my ear off. <laughs> and now I'm so talking your ears off. <laughs> So she got it honest. Yeah. But yeah, like the best firstborn baby that you can have. And Aww. then the little sister came along. She loved the little sister so much. And then the little brother came along. She was a good big sister. I tried. Yes. I tried. Yes. Nothing beats a failure but a child. That's right. This is true. This is true. And I'm super proud of Mikey and Aaron. I love y'all. And y'all just. All the best two little, well, y'all the best siblings I could have asked yes. for. Like, I just, I'm glad I don't have to, like, you know, be bailing nobody out of jail oh God, or yes. chasing down nobody's boyfriend because mm-hmm. he done did something, yeah. pulling up, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just glad I don't have to do none of that. They both have found their soulmates, their best friends and their partners. Yep. And they raising amazing children and just happy in their careers and their lives. It's just, it's amazing as a big sister to sit back and watch that. You couldn't ask for nothing better. Like, nothing. so nothing. I'm just super blessed super happy um you guys thank you so much for tuning into the nelly hendrix podcast i love you guys thank you for listening from all over the globe yes. i see the locations i love it thank yes. you so much thank you um and we had somebody from i think new zealand we had somebody from dublin Stop. listening yes Stop. so shout out to them everybody that's in louisiana arlington dc I see y'all. I love y'all. Of course, Baltimore. Hey. Um, but yeah, in Jacksonville, shout out to Jacksonville listeners. I see y'all on the stats and All everything. Right. All right. So yeah, thank you guys so much. I love you. Be good. Take care of yourselves. And as always, peace.